one drinking beer. I'm drinking water. Two touchdowns a game. Yes, in the game. Tripping. Hell yeah. I don't know what we're doing in the front office, man. Twiddling our fucking dick. Brian, <laughs> I just need you to drink this. Wide receiver trivia. That's what she said. Her. Fuck. Her. Upset. Are those crutches? You can see Ryan's crutches. What is going on, folks? Welcome back to your favorite show on the internet. This is Aperfect Review, episode 109. I'm your co-host, Jalen Brown. I'm your other delightful co-host, Shaquille Brown. Everyone's hated co-host, Malin. How's everybody doing tonight? Hi, everybody. It's Nestor. Nestor joining us this week, blessing us with his presence. Yes. Appreciate it. Back. In the domestic homeland, the homeland after his business trip. So you know, we glad, was glad to see this man. Really serious business trip. Yeah, a lot of business. Yeah. Gotta make sure you take care of your business, <laughs> folks. I want to thank you all for joining us for another great, great <laughs> week. <laughs> this is a sports I was show. Damn, Nestor went to Columbia. People just coke at goddamn. This <laughs> <laughs> is an intervention. Be the last one giving people intervention about nothing. He <laughs> <laughs> got about 110 weeks of proving it too. Um, yes, this is a once again this is a sports show. We talk about the NBA, and NFL at some point. Um, yeah, do you guys want to open up by taking our customary shot? Yeah, sipping on tonight. Once again, the, <laughs> <laughs> the Sexton Irish whiskey for the 50th week in a row. Yeah, <laughs> I like how you're putting all of it together, though. You're not doing that dramatic pause. All right. For it, <laughs> there it is. Right. I feel like subconsciously we all sat there and waited for it to happen too. I don't want to disappoint you guys. I kind of like leaned into the camera. Like, <laughs> I would start stringing you guys along. <laughs> He's gonna do like halfway through the show randomly. Um, folks, if you don't know you can watch the show live every wednesday night at 9 30 p.m eastern standard time go ahead and click the first link down in your podcast description you'll be taken to the youtube version of said episode and then you can click subscribe you can also click like you can even leave a little comment if you wish but the most important thing is to hit subscribe and turn on the bell so that you can be notified whenever we go live every wednesday night at 9 30 just in case you forget um that way you can weigh in the live chat instead of just the comments and you can uh you know leave us your opinion so we are going to get started with our recap of week nine folks this season is flying by it is already week nine we are 
about to be down to the final, the last half of the season here. So <clears throat> it's kind of depressing, but at the same time, it's it's getting very interesting. And I feel like November. only I feel like only five teams have actually done something this season so far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of seems. Speaking of teams, done something. Yes, that's a good. Here we go. So Seattle. Took down the Cardinals, thirty-one to twenty-one. Let's not mention it's the Cardinals they took down. Let's start with that. <laughs> Got a midget back there running around throwing the football around. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, Seattle. Wait, oh, hold on. Could you guys imagine if you put Shaq's head on Kyler Murray's body? He'd look like goddamn Funko doll. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not take long. You're the first topic. <laughs> a real life uh, funk. <laughs> it, just, it just came to me. I thought that. Yeah. Sorry. Continue, sir. Okay. So, uh, yeah, final score was 31 to 21. The Seahawks continue their, uh, their hot streak here. That's nice. Um,. The question to you guys is, will Seattle win their division? Malin, we will start with you. Mm -mm. Uh, well, I mean, listen, when we started this whole thing over the summer, we were picking all the games. I picked them to go 9-8. and eight. I felt like that was generous. Um, mm -hmm. I thought that we didn't have a quarterback. Um, Eaton, John Snyder hadn't really hit on a bunch of draft classes lately it was really i felt like nine and eight was very optimistic now sitting at six and three after nine weeks um they're the only team in the last four weeks to not only win all four weeks but win all four weeks by double digits they beat the cardinals 19 to 9 they beat the chargers 37 23 they beat the giants 27 13 and the cards 31 to 21 so what you really have to think about now halfway through this season is can they win enough games to win the division? I thought we'd play a little game between the four of us. I would go down the rest of the schedule real quick, and you guys tell me if you think they're going to win or lose forward. Settle it right here, right now. But this Sunday, we play the Buccaneers in Germany. Win. You guys think that uh, you guys think they win? <clears throat> yes. Yes. Yeah. By you there, Nestor. Yep. He's he's giving a dub, yeah. Okay. Uh, then we play the Raiders in Seattle. Mm, I don't know. Think of that one. <laughs> Check that one off, please. Uh, please do. <laughs> Definitely. We're gonna all go win. Okay, so already we're at eight and three. Then we play at the Rams. What do you guys think on that one? I'd say dub. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right away, we're already at nine wins. Then we play the hot Carolina Panthers. That's uh, bye week. Now, here's a couple ones. You got San Francisco 49ers in Seattle. They throttled us in week two. Um, what do you think? I'll... I'll... Give that one to San Francisco, sure. You probably, yeah. San Francisco, I see that. Sir? I don't know. Nestor's 50-50. Yeah, I see them <laughs> beating San Francisco, so. 
Just for the sake of fun, we'll give him an L there. Uh, here's another one that's a hard one at Kansas City. Yeah, I'm going to give him an L on that one yeah, as well. Yeah, okay. They play the New York Jets at home. Mm. Um, They'll win that one. Right, what do you think there, Shaq? Yeah, they'll win the Jets. Yeah, home, yeah. Yep. All right, Nestor? Yep. Dubs all, all right. around. Okay. And then the last one is the Rams in Seattle. Yes, they, they win that one as well. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, we have... So, as a group, we have them winning 12 games. I think that's damn near good enough to yeah. number two in the in, in the conference. Um, like Philly would really have to fall off you to catch them right now. Um, but you're looking at a squad where the defense, the last four games, is uh, gotten 20 sacks. That's tied for first in the NFL. Um, Walker is the second leading rusher since Week Five, and Geno Smith has 14 touchdowns, where he's thrown the ball further than 10 yards. That's number one in the NFL. To mention the def- defense is also tied for first with five turnovers of- over the last four games. Like the defense is coming on, offense is still playing good, Walker's healthy. Um, they're just kind of rolling right now, and that schedule does not seem daunting at all. So, as long as they stay healthy, I think they win. <clears throat> yeah, I did the. Pretty much the same thing to determine if they would make the playoffs. Looked at the rest of their schedule, and outside of Kansas City, the Jets, and the Niners again, those are the only kind of doozy games. The rest of them, I think, are all pretty in-the-bag wins. At least they should be on paper. And um, the 49ers are the only team that could possibly catch you guys. Uh, And I looked at the rest of their schedule. I don't see it happening. So, um... Yeah, I think the Cardinals and the Rams, forget about it completely. San Francisco, though, the rest of their schedule, I think, is a a bit more rough for them, at least. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't see nobody catching up to them, really, at this stage of the game. Uh, like I said, defense, and on top of that, Geno's playing good, so I don't see this team falling apart. They can maintain it. I just think the true challenge could come post come postseason if this team can maintain that high caliber into mm-hmm. into that. Yeah, I see them yeah, definitely winning their division. Um they have a weird game next week in Germany. But I see them actually winning in San Francisco if anything. Um and if anything okay. losing that game in Germany before losing in San Francisco. That's just what I think. Um Gino uh, is just understanding his team, not making stupid mistakes, and I think it's just going to follow through the rest of the season. Yeah. Just, I just think it's crazy that we're halfway through the year and we're talking about the Seahawks being number one in the NFC West and can they win the division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> I, We were all laughing in July when I picked him to win nine games. I was even laughing. I was like, ah, you know, they could only win. They could end up winning five games, but I'm going to go ahead and give them nine because there were some weird ones in there. But here we are, man. 
and uh, <laughs> it's a it's a crazy ride with Geno time, man. Um, I I can't explain it. Um, I think the biggest question is not are the Seahawks going to make the playoffs or win the West, but what do they do with Geno Smith? Do they re-sign him? If they re-sign him, how many years did they re-sign him? Right. Um, the more they win, the further off that draft pick gets away from <laughs> from drafting a quarterback. We still have Denver's first round pick, but uh, just crazy. Very, but good for them and good for Geno. Like I've yet to see anybody really hate on this man this season like it feels like everybody's like good on him for for making a complete 180 because he's balling completely balling all right next game on the recap we have okay well this one the bucks did complete a comeback <laughs> against the rams God damn it. 16 to 13 if you uh missed the first i don't know hour and a 10 minutes of this game, you really did not miss a damn thing. Um, but the last couple minutes is when this really came to life, and Tom Brady was able to lead the Bucks down on that final drive with what was it, like a minute or so left uh, to end up winning the game. The Rams still look sorry. This was one of those games where it was like both of these teams desperately needed a win, and whichever one did not get the win kind of put the fork in them at that point and it happened to be the Rams. The Bucks just escaped. That's all I will say about them. But uh what do you guys think is the biggest reason that the Rams lost this game? Shaq, I'll start with you. Their defense. That last drive, I think it was like 45 seconds left on the clock and it looked so effortless for Tom Brady. I feel like a good 10 yards at a time because just throw a pass, catch, 10 yards, throw a pass, catch. I'm like what are, what are y'all, what's y'all defense doing? Stop something. Do something. So yeah. it's like their defense could not stop a damn thing in that last drive. He's like, Tom Brady, no timeouts, 45 seconds left on the clock. Yeah. I, I'll i just go up here because I am completely agree at the same thing. They're specifically that last drive defense because, I mean, they held them to 16 points. So the defense was playing well up until that point and then they just decided to turn it in and say you know what you guys can't beat us now and that's exactly what happens and it's just the way that they let that break down like you know exactly what Tom Brady is going to try and do like they don't have any timeouts they're just going to try and get as many chunk yards as they can and get the hell out of bounds as fast as possible and then once they get into striking zone like Tom Brady's just gonna take shots at the end zone like that's all he's trying to do is get close enough to take a shot at the end zone and Ramsey's getting burnt dudes are looking around and holding their hands like what are you doing and just point fingers it's like what the hell is going on when the secondary when you should know what's coming is a complete uh choke job there so that that late game defense was atrocious. I think the the defense just gives up when you have an offense that's just. I mean, it's sixteen to thirteen. I mean, uh, besides Cooper Cup's catch, what else is there? And yeah, you kind of have to like wonder why they gave Brady so much space to work with, uh, because they could have just ran away with it. So right, that that's another good point, Cooper. Like. The defense knows that, that the Rams defense knows that their offense is extremely limited. Like it is Cooper Cup or bust. 
Right. And at some point, they may have just thrown the towel and been like, you know what, it doesn't matter what we do because our offense can't score any more points at this rate. So, fuck it. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Mainland, what do you think is the biggest reason the Rams lost? Well, the only part I watched of this game was the last 44 seconds of it because I was too busy watching my Seahawks annihilate the Arizona Cardinals. There you go. Uh, but I walk into the living room where my wife is watching her Bucks play, and uh, just you saw um, Tom Brady turn it over on fourth down, and the Rams had a chance to get a first down and kill the game, right? Yes. Couldn't yeah. get a first. Could, couldn't get couldn't get one first down. So they got a punt. <laughs> and the moment they had the punt, I looked at my wife and I was like, "Watch, Tom Brady about to do some shit." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's like McVay doesn't remember playing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. That no one has seen Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. Um, and in just forty four seconds left on the clock, that first of all, the twenty eight yard pass to Otten, and they allowed him to get out of bounds. <laughs> yes. Oh that my was, god. That was the very first thing. I was like, you've got a tight end. <laughs> 28 yards. You let him get out of bounds. You gave them the confidence they're going to do it. Then they did the PI in the end zone, which gave them, you know, first and goal at the one. You knew that they were going to throw the ball because there was only like 12 seconds left in the game. They were going to have four chances from the one to throw it. Brady wasn't going to lose that game. Um, so it was just inexcusable defense on, on the Rams. You can't play prevent in that moment. You had held them in points the entire game. Yep. The defense you were running. Like, I'll never understand why coaches and teams do this where you dominate an offense for an entire game. Then you go into prevent in the last two or three drives of the game. Like I'll never understand why they do it. Um, it, it to me, it shows just a lack in faith in your personnel. Yeah. Um, that that you think that they're gonna make a mistake. Um, but yeah, they, they they got burnt, man. And that was uh, that's just emblematic of the Rams this year, just losing games that they should win. Yep. I don't think this means anything that the Bucks are back. Um, I don't think I think the Bucks still have the same problems that they have. They have the last ranked rushing offense. Uh, the defense is playing well, but they haven't been playing good, solid offenses, anyways. And the offense shoots themselves in the foot every chance they get. Either Tom Brady's missing throws, mm-hmm. or people are dropping passes, or they're committing starts, or you know all this. Yep. So they can never get out of their own way. So the the Bucks just seemed. I mean, hell, you had Tom Brady this week talking about how undisciplined they are. Yep. I think he'd rather be in New England right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, Tampa fans are so funny. They think that they, they just watched their team for over an hour play the same way they have for the last two months. But the last 45 seconds, though, we're back. There it is. All is remedied because we played well for 45 <laughs> seconds. Like, I guess a defense so that gave stupid. up on themselves. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Problem solved. The fans are great, aren't they? They're always good for shits and giggles. They really are. It's like Super Bowl. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. Oh my God. 
right. Uh, we run, we run the NFC. <laughs> like, bitch, ain't no one run the NFC. This is weak as shit right now. <laughs> Got Kirk Cousins and Geno Smith and Jalen Hurts running this conference right now. That's some bullshit. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady look like they belong in hospice right now. You know, Smith out here trucking people. It's ridiculous. All right. Last but not least, the Jets went to Buffalo and shocked everybody. 20 to 17 was the final score for the visiting team. Uh, so, Nestor, let me start with you. On a scale from 1 to 10, how much of a threat do you think that the Jets pose in the AFC? I want to say like a six or a seven. Six or seven, all right. Somewhere around there, yeah. Any reasoning behind that? Well, if you look at the table, I mean, I think they're right below Baltimore. Even are you in record or just in your eyes? Yeah, I mean both. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, not. I mean, I'm, they're just not better than Baltimore, in my opinion. So. Right. Six or seven. I mean, they've shown that. I mean, they they're not a joke. They beat my Dolphins. Uh, I would say they beat the Steelers, but that's not oh. much to say. Okay. Don't need none of this it's right now. <laughs> <laughs> and now they beat the Bills. So I mean, um, <laughs> only one team of that division they haven't beat, Jalen. <laughs> You got that right. <laughs> <laughs> you can measure yourself against us all. Those are the little teams, but you still ain't measuring yourself against us. <laughs> um, I'm in the same boat as you. I have them about a seven. A little over a seven. Like, I think they are an actual real threat in the AFC because they have beat Miami, Buffalo, um, I want to say they beat somebody else good, but I I can't really think of that off the top of my head. Um, but I mean that's to me that's two of the top five teams in the AFC right now. Um, I just think that they match up. They're, they're a bad matchup they beat for. The Ravens. They beat the Ravens. What? what? Didn't they beat the Ravens? Oh, that was Miami. That. Oh, okay. That was Miami. Um, I saw Nestor and I had a flashback. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they're a bad matchup for a lot of teams. Um, so, depending on who you are, like you, you could very well be had by the New York Jets. Um, if they do make the playoffs, they're one of those teams that, like, if they were to come up against Miami or Buffalo again, Buffalo, I couldn't see them being in the playoffs. But Miami, I could see that. Um, Tennessee, I could see that if they came up against them. Um, so, yeah, I think the Jets pose a legit threat in the AFC. How about you, Manly? I, I have him at a six right now. And I would higher if Zach Wilson wasn't quarterback. <laughs> right. Um, I, I got to be honest that he doesn't scare me at all. Um, he's 57% of his passes. 7%. That's, that's terrible. Um, he's got four touchdowns and five interceptions. <laughs> so he doesn't like that that offense, especially because Hall's gone now. 
man was averaging 5.8 yards carry. Um, the rushing offense isn't going to be the same. It's going to be that defense or bust. Um, and unfortunately, great offenses beat great defenses nine times out of ten now. The rules are just kind of stacked in the favor of the offense. So they got the defense going for them. And like everybody else, I didn't think that the Jets were going to beat Buffalo. I mean, hell, they were down 14-10. to 10, And Josh Allen had rushed for two touchdowns. And he thought, well, here we go. Or 14-3. to 3, And you're like, here we go. Right. It's just going to be another butt whooping. And then somehow, looking at it in the fourth quarter, like, wait, wait a minute. How? What? What? So they keep pulling off these miracle-type wins against teams. Um, but I just don't see how it can be sustained throughout an entire year when you when you playing one-dimensional football. Um, yeah. that, 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 that's my concern with that. I give them a solid six only because I feel like the Jets are going to resort back to historically Jets mentality at the worst possible time in the season for them. Sure hope so. <laughs> yes. The game was like, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Shit really ain't sweet. We got to stop doing what we're doing. And it's just, it's, it's still just a weird transition to me to be like, the Jets are a really good team. Mm-hmm. Shit's gonna fall apart for them at some point in time. They remember that brief time in history a couple years ago where the Jags were like good for a streak, yeah. and, and then all of a sudden just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my mentality with the Jets. It's like, how sustainable is their <laughs> hype right now? It, it's kind of funny though because it's similar. Where like the defense, mm-hmm. like the secondary, especially really good, but the quarterback position, <laughs> both scenarios like. Yes, I feel like they're gonna get to a playoff scenario, especially first round, and they're gonna come up with to a team that's very well equipped, knowledge wise, experience in playoff and postseason, and just get ran back out. And next season, we are not gonna see the same Jets, unfortunately. As I mean, I, next season, the the scary part is they have are very young teams, so these guys aren't going anywhere. Um, like they hypothetically should only get better, um, but. They better not make the playoffs because they do. That means that uh, <laughs> my team damn sure didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> well, what, what's the uh, Patriots record right now? Uh, we were at five and four. They're what six and three? I believe so. Sounds about right. Yeah, because I think everybody else. Is first, right? Yeah. Do you play then what next week or the week after? Yeah. Yeah, because we're on bye this week. I think when we come back, we play them. That's your, your trump card, man. You, uh, you beat them, you win the tiebreaker against them if you guys tie the rest of the year. Right. So if you both are 9 or 8 or 10 and 7, you guys are going to the playoffs yeah. and you're sitting at home, which is where, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, <laughs> New York. We really, we really have that type of expectations. I mean, even if they make the playoffs, they're going to do the same thing that they did um, with Rex Ryan and Mark Sanchez because they yeah. don't have an offense. It's all defense. They might shock somebody and win one game or something like that, but I just I just don't have a whole lot of faith that they're going to do any real damage in the playoffs. You know, I'm, I'm happy y'all got these type of problems in y'all season. Y'all worrying about technicalities <laughs> and tiebreakers <laughs> and things like this. If anything, I should be happy. I ain't stress-free all season. I ain't worried about a damn thing. <laughs> 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 My team. <laughs> 
Not a care in the world. There's about three stadiums that will have to cave into the center of the earth for me to, for my team to even start thinking about anything happening. It'd be a lot more than three that would have to have. <laughs> have to have pretty much the entire AFC East and most of the AFC West. Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> whole stage just opens up. <laughs> and Ironically, that Pittsburgh Stadium. <laughs> and then we all time we talk about picket playoffs. We're not doing nothing. Chaos. Worry about none of that. Well, all right. There's another another recap in the books. Uh, so let's move on into the news for the week. I gotta bring back the old news graphic, but uh, I haven't done that yet. I'm sure, you guys are just missing sleep because this is not here anymore um anyway let's start off with some coaching news we've got coaching news in both the nba and the nfl but we're going to start with the nfl uh so the colts went ahead after firing joe dirt (laughs) went ahead and brought in jeff saturday to take his place at least for the remainder of this season the Colts continue to prove they are a hot dumpster fire of an organization uh, I would love for somebody to say otherwise uh, the man has no collegiate or professional experience coaching a team um, he has a lot of high school experience he does have a lot of high school so that. maybe some Madden <laughs> and he seemed pretty cool on ESPN right. besides that uh, I don't have much much to say about Jeff Saturday. All right, the coach, the Colt ain't got much experience in nothing either, so it'll work out just fine. <laughs> he might as well have this show go out there and be coaching staff for this fucking team at this point in time. I'm sure we could string along one or two wins with his goddamn second team. My favorite line was when Ursay was like, well, "I'm glad he doesn't have any experience." <laughs> That's positive <laughs> thinking right there. Fuck. <laughs> Right. First of all, like they're so far beyond a dumpster fire at this point. Like they are a landfill fire. Like just a giant goddamn landfill at this point. Um, I just you watch the news conference. They're like, it was was there a stripper in the back room that both of y'all were snorting coke off their ass before you came out there? Like. Who have 70 years of coaching experience in college in the NFL in just your assistants. <laughs> Plus Bradley being one of their assistants that actually is the one that created the LOB in Seattle. And mm. you got the owner out there saying, I'm glad that he doesn't have the experience. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have the fear. Did you just call everybody else a little bitch? Like, have, I, literally. In team, but in the NFL, like... <laughs> You gonna say that to Bill Belichick's face? Like, what? Do you, what is? What in to Mike Tomlin's face? Anyway, Jeff Saturday. <laughs> what Xbox, Jeff right? Saturday, not look like. He not sound and look like the dork that goes to prom by himself and is just happy to be there. 
He's like, I got zero expectations. I don't even know how this is going to turn out, guys. It's going to be great. Like, I, don't, I don't even know what I'm doing here. He's like, God damn, Will Ferrell with Talladega Nights. He's like, I don't even know to do my hands. <laughs> I'm just like, God damn. Like, show some confidence that you have an ability to do something. He's like, I never thought I'd have this opportunity, and uh, I have no experience. And, um, I don't even know if I'm wearing underwear right now, to be honest with you. I don't know if I put my drawers on this morning. I got my drawers on already. I got the drawers on. This man be sweating every su- <laughs> every Sunday morning, just out there sweating. Like, uh, <laughs> then, crazy weeks up. Then, then they announce some analytic 30-year-old passing game coordinator with no play calling experience is going to be calling the offense. It's a quarterback that none of us knows his name. <laughs> <laughs> the running back that's not Jonathan Taylor because he's hurt, and it's not Hines because they shipped his ass to Buffalo. Like, can you try at least a little bit harder than the 76ers to hide the fact that you're trying to tank? Like, can you can you try just a little bit harder <laughs> to hide that you're tanking? Like, good God. It, I mean, what it, it is just... It's disgraceful. It really is. And it's also a mockery of the Rooney Rule, if that isn't already a mockery. <laughs> yeah. They need to just rip uh, that thing that, up. Yeah. The fact that you got some some white guy that played center in the NFL for 14 years and had, you know, Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers with his hand up his ass uh, taking footballs, uh, <laughs> that makes him qualified to be a head coach. But yet you got how many other coaches across the NFL that would die? I mean, I've never seen it happen before where you fire an NFL head coach and the interim head coach is not someone that was already on the coaching staff. Right, much right. Much less having any it's... type of experience. <laughs> insane. Oh just just insane. so you guys know, I watch, I mean, I watch soccer. This is not normal at all in <laughs> no. other sports. No. If you, if you sport. catch three L's and you're like a, a coach with a reputation, you're getting fired yeah. immediately. Uh, right. I've never heard of this happening in any other sports <laughs> ever. This is ridiculous. This is crazy. That's the best part. We sit there and watch the shit fall apart. It's like, oh, <laughs> wonderful. They're gonna be playing Subway Surfers on the sideline while Subway Surfers the Colts are getting cro- like dude, playing heads up. It's like, <laughs> is it done yet? Much as I'm excited over the fact that we get to watch the Arizona Cardinals on the end season Hard Knocks. HBO. I almost wish that they would just go to the Colts. They did the the Colts a season too early for the midseason. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, there's just nothing better than like Jeff Saturday approaching the team. He's like, all right, guys, uh, (laughs) I want the hand in my ass. (laughs) That's all I know to do. I want to see those pep talks before the that's, before the game. That's the first thing I would kill to see. I want to see him just walking in that locker room day one and be like, "All right, guys, I know you don't know who I am. I don't know most of you either, but uh, we're gonna get to know each other." He is. Maybe God, he is over the last over the last two decades. He's top three like centers in the NFL. Like he really is. Mm. Um, he was a perennial pro bowler. He was an all pro. Um, he, he, he knows the game of football from a center's perspective, uh, but he's, he's never put the time in being a play caller. Never, never even tried. Um, there's uh who is an NFL 
is an NFL player that's a coach, right? Reggie Wayne. Yeah, he's on the coaching staff. Coach. Yeah. He's a wide receivers coach. And he's been there the for, like, staff. ever. And he didn't get the interim job. <laughs> I mean, it literally, like, I almost wonder, like, did he approach everybody? Did Ursay walk in there with baking powder on his nose and be like, anybody want the job? And they're like, no, nah, we good, man. And so then he called Jeff Saturday. Like, did they all turn it down? Or, like, did he give them the opportunity? Like, I don't want my name attached to that much of this organization. Um, but, like, I, I just don't know, man. I don't understand it. It's just – it it's mind-boggling. I don't – and it seemed like that news broke, like, an hour after the Frank Wright firing. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty – It was, like, pretty close. It, yeah. <laughs> Just goes to show it's not about what you can do, it's who you know at the end of the day. Uh, not many people know that, man, but. <laughs> Help Reggie Wayne. <laughs> not at all. You probably knew the same people. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> Moving on to the next uh, <clears throat> next coaching. Not really hiring. I mean, he's, he's been there, but. Um, so the Nets are going to be sticking with Jack Vaughn. Looks like uh, <laughs> the Nets said, you know what? We're tired of being in hot water. may stay home. We got this guy, Nick Kyrie. We, we can't take any more controversy. So you know what? We'll just ride it out with who we got here. Uh, so what do you guys think? You know, so far he's, I think after tonight, he's 3-2 and two as the head coach of the Nets, which is and it's better than Steve Nash started the team, right? So, yeah. <laughs> what do you guys I think, think? I think they all got in a room together and was like, "I got a place we can hide our wives, man. We don't know if we can bring this joker in here to fix the team. I got a marriage. I'm about to let this man in here, sweet top, my girl. Um, the, no, I don't know. It's it's kind of a letdown when you win for a fan base if you like you lose Steve Nash, which I guess that's not like a big loss. And then you have the the word that your team might be hiring the coach that took the Celtics to the finals in his rookie year. Then you settle on the interim coach, and now all of a sudden, like he's the head coach. Um, I mean, Kyrie, I guess, like you said, he's getting his wish. I don't need no head coach. He ain't got one. He's just balling on a flat earth. Anti-Semitism. Great. Anti-Semitism. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got dream. Kevin Durant with his bald-ass head and no damn calves, man. This is, goddamn, this is better than reality TV than the Colts right now. It's wonderful. What they need to do is house these guys in one house for the whole entire season and just... <laughs> Put cameras in this bitch. Can you imagine Kyrie walking around with KD and all of them just arguing about bullshit? I remember that I roster remember, would drop immediately. I remember two years ago arguing with Kyrie like, would be like, "Hey man, don't uh, don't get too close to the edge of the lawn, man. You don't know if that's the edge of the earth, man." KD's like, "We don't shut the fuck up." We've seen him practice in two weeks. This man's horrible. I remember like an infinity pool. There ain't no such thing as infinity pool. I remember two years ago arguing with like five people. In, in a bar about how they were saying the Nets were going to win a championship. That was two years ago. <laughs> you know what happened last year? 
we know what's happening this year. <laughs> and I've just told them it's a trash organization. And I still have the same opinion. It doesn't matter who they yeah. bring in as a coach. Yeah. It's just when you got Kyrie over here saying shit that gets him banned for five games, you have to wonder. Yes. The... The sad part is I don't even think they're necessarily a trash organization. I mean, to some degree, yes, because I mean these are the people they brought in. So right, but cool again. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I just feel like it's more so the the players here. <laughs> but they need a whole rebound. They have they have talent. They just have a lot of emotional ass talent. <laughs> A lot of brain dead talent like that's what very emotional talent yeah too many people in their feelings with kevin durant with burner accounts like kevin durant probably right now has a burner account saying he'd rather switch places with pool and get sucker punched by Jermon green still be on the warriors <laughs> um rather than being brooklyn's hot ass mess right now uh, <laughs> just i don't know man ben simmons is like you know Kyrie, stop posting all this anti-semitic shit so i can pass you the ball because i don't want to shoot um, this is just, it's just, it's just, God, man, for a team that had such high hopes, even with badass Harden over there, um, high hopes to be where they are now is yeah. just, is ludicrous, man. It means that like the mental fortitude people, people in sports do not get the credit they deserve for having the mental toughness they have. Right. And I still think like, there's one team worse when it comes to like high expectations and just falling apart at the seams. I just say you said it. <laughs> the crazy part is if we rewind three years ago when Kyrie and KD <laughs> first had agreed to go to Brooklyn and then <clears throat> LeBron and AD I think had just recently linked up too. It was like all right, the next couple years confirmed. Like we all know, the finals is going to be Lakers Nets. That's going to be the new Warriors Cavs, and here we are. <laughs> neither, neither one of them commit the playoffs, barely to save their lives. <laughs> Still like, uh, let, let's go ahead and talk about uh, Jack picking the Clippers. I think it was to. Yeah, Jack took the Clippers to come out the West. With why Leonard's not even playing already. How can you? How can I predict that? How can I predict this man is going to come in here and play seven games? Are you serious? The only person that misses more games is Zion Williams and Anthony Davis or Kyrie COVID is Kawhi Leonard. There are two people you know are going to miss significant time, AD and Kawhi Leonard. Like, if you can, I don't need to see how the season plays out. You know those two are not going to be playing for a substantial period of time. I cannot believe Shaq literally just said, how was I supposed to know? I like, goddamn it, Shaq! What is that goddamn dome of yours? <laughs> Dude, there's got to be some sort of Nostradamus. I just never thought it'd be this early in the season that this man would already not. Like, oh. He ain't played basketball since hey, July 2021. Hey, <laughs> I probably before that. Goddamn big! I'm sure it time travels. You already must have seen the goddamn picture. Probably like like half your head already in March. I swear to God. Uh, you had to have seen that this man wasn't going to be playing. Shaq, who won the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you won't be. <laughs> uh, hey, 
Jay, you need to put you need you you need to cut that and make a thumbnail out of that. <laughs> Last on the news. Speaking of the Lakers in Shaq. Alright. Uh Dwight Howard, name we have not brought up. I'd like to give it some credit in at least six months. Dwight Howard signs with the Taoyuan Leopards. Yeah. A Taiwanese <laughs> team. This is uh I would only like to go first purely because they, you remember probably a couple months ago, probably the last time we talked about him, about how I said he was trash and it was horrible, and you're all like, no, I could be a Hall of Famer, he's this good, this and that, and now here we are, months later, talking about this man going to Taiwan to go play basketball, and... Shaq, <laughs> we know why he's in Taiwan. <laughs> I mean, I know why. Why does that mean he's not a Hall of Famer? I... <laughs> Are they shifting? Was he not a part of? Was he not a part of like the top seventy-five players of all time? Are they shifting LeBron out to go play basketball in Taiwan? <laughs> well, are they shifting? <laughs> He's, I mean, he, this is his own decision. Okay. <laughs> all right, decision or hey, yo, you might want to do this before some shit happened to you in this league. And you know, <laughs> I want to see video footage of Dwight Howard just disrespecting. <laughs> Bunch of five foot Taiwanese players. That, that's <laughs> who's out here choosing to go to Taiwan to go play basketball. I want to see. Hey. I want to see this man living out there like Manute Bull up there against Spud Webb, looking people dunking on everybody. I hope you still got the dreads. It's great. Have him wear a Superman cape. Like just do the whole thing, man. Just do it right. Like a leopard print Superman cape on, just dunking on all these. I don't know how much of this man is saying is politically correct <laughs> on things we can say on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure YouTube is ready to cut this stream off halfway. It's like, all right, double job. It's only a matter of time before we start. Ball. It's only a matter of time you start sending stuff back over there. Clearly, by <laughs> sorry, this man. Let the man that made the camera that made this show possible play some basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> I just want video. Of it. I want to just see. I don't want to read an article about it. I want to see him actually do it. I, you Step know... on them little ass people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even talk because me and about half the motherfuckers are probably the same height, so I can't even talk shit about that. I was like, call them little. I can be looking at them straight in their eyes, talking about that. Like, <laughs> You're like their center. <laughs> He's in the back and down of the paint. <laughs> Chat with the Taiwan with the size of his head, man. He'd be th- having people think it's like a walking monument. <laughs> people would be doing prayers and rituals. <laughs> They'd be like taking pictures next to him, acting like they standing next to the Sphinx in Egypt. Like, all kinds of shit. <laughs> you know, I knew the Chinese, you know, they, they hoop over there. I'm not gonna lie, I had no idea that Taiwan even had a league up until today. But uh And you're and you're over here thinking that 
this man is like, oh, Taiwan basketball. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not excited that he's going over uh, there, but nah. this doesn't take away from his. I guess it does. It does. I'm excited. If you pay, oh, thank you, Malin. If you are hooping in basketball, people calling you good, and they jump down to the D League. I feel like that fully negates whatever you've done till then. <laughs> if you let the what? What's the name of that team again? <clears throat> the Taoyuan <laughs> Leopards. All right, listen. Christmas Day, the Taiwan, whatever go. Leopards. Against the Brooklyn Nets. Let's do it. Christmas Day. Run it. Run it now. They made three quarters. They made three quarters of the goddamn Christmas gifts. Kids are gonna be opening anyways. Come on, there. ESPN. <laughs> the Leopards versus the Nets. <laughs> some fun. Can we? Can we do that? Can we do that versus the Lakers? And and Russ has to start. Russ has to start. <laughs> Adam Silver make it happen. <laughs> Telling you, if you he's... gotta bring you gotta bring Shaq back for one game. Let him play one game against the team that's going up against the Leopards. That's what I want to see. All I'm saying is like we should also co-host this game purely. I would do this shit for free. We need the the Taoyuan Leopards. Pays pays satisfaction, man. Satisfaction. <laughs> Oh, we need the the Christmas Day slate should be the Taoyuan Leopards against the Brooklyn Nets and the Shanghai Tigers against the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> there you go. Back to back headers. <laughs> I, I wouldn't silver, please. I wouldn't move it from in front of my TV to watch that game. <laughs> I feel like it'd be Russ com- has to start. Russ has to start. He, he cannot be coming off the bench. He has to start, and he has to be point guard. And LeBron, you can't can't switch it out. I just want to watch the frustration of LeBron's face throughout this whole time. Yeah, they they have one of them little ass Taiwanese people up there, and he'd be like, "I worked for fifty one weeks to pay eighteen million TVs so that you people can watch me live on Christmas Day. It'd be wonderful." It'd be great. Eighteen million. <laughs> Everything got a Taiwan stamp on it. I would all think about that number. (laughs) What? 18 million? That's probably realistic. Nestor's about to go back to Columbia. He's like, I'm not about to be associated with this. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't come back here to get canceled. You can come back over here talk about little Taiwanese people painting TVs. (laughs) <laughs> this man's paying a TV right now, and we're over here dogging this man out. It's <laughs> oh, like, it's oh, like you hooping tomorrow, right? He's like, yeah. Where we got a new player? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that shit better be on ESPN Plus. That's all I'm saying. Better be able to find a game. It'd be better what they play. It's, it'll be better than what they play on Thanksgiving. I tell you that. Much. I, mean, I mean, is he getting he getting paid a lot for going over there? I know oh, they, they are paying him. I damn, he ain't going over there wow. for volunteer work. Tywin, Tywin, volunteer work. Tywin, If you go to Taiwan, bring your soldering iron. 
got? <laughs> <laughs> they asked him to bring a soldering iron. <laughs> oh, I broke that. <laughs> <laughs> there you there. I just killed everybody. This is why the show will never go anywhere. <laughs> you cannot survive a week without disrespecting oh, a community God. of people. Not all good to Taiwan just over there, just like. How are they going to disrespect us on a TV we made? <laughs> Dude, we bought it. For America. But no, the Raider Stadium looks like a giant futuristic toilet bowl. Uh, and so it should It'd be it more should, useful as a toilet bowl. It, it, it's just poetic. <laughs> they, they play like shit in that giant toilet bowl of theirs. Um, but they are only the third team in NFL history to give up a 17-point lead three times one season. And we're only halfway through the season. <laughs> only halfway through the season, and they've already and one of those lost are the Jags. three games. <laughs> one of the, you're like, what in the hell? You got one of the best running backs in the league in Josh Jacobs. Name, name three plays Carr off the Jags. And... You know, Devontae Adams has his best game. Y'all still lose. Kawhi. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand how they did it other than the fact that they're just a Raiders. Name it, three players off the Jags. Anybody. I got you. Uh, you got Trevor Lawrence. You got uh, Etienne. 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 And, um. Come on, T-Money. <laughs> Kirk, right? Wide yes, receiver. Kirk. Yes, Kirk, wide receiver. Yes, it took, it took like three brains to sit here and figure out three players off the fucking <laughs> Jags. I almost say, said Brian Robinson, but he's a Jag. Exactly, and that's and that's saying yeah. a lot. That's saying a lot. Come from Mail and G Money, and you trying to sit here and struggle and name three players. All this guy Doug Peterson, does he count? <laughs> <laughs> and this is a team. This team lost to. Just mind you that. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I wow, that was that was that's rough. Yeah, I yes. I don't know a single player on defense. <laughs> nope, anymore. nope, not at all. Couldn't, couldn't tell you. I know, I know there's at least eleven of them, but I don't know who they are. God bless them. <laughs> I know this team. They're probably trying to squeeze a twelfth one out there too. <laughs> all right, we are going to move into the. The L's of the week is your favorite segment, but the best segment is undoubtedly the ride or die in five. This is where you come to make some money every week, <laughs> especially last week. I can't say nobody last week went uh, negative. Everybody had a 500 or above week. So it helps when one of the games was a push. Yep. Oh, was that yeah, was probably hey, the hey, main hey, reason. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you're worried about those minor details. You're just worried about the facts. <laughs> now, I would like to say that Nestor has 
voted himself into our ride or die in five. So uh, that's right, folks. On the screen right here, you will see with the layout I love, perfectly. I love, I love how you put it. <laughs> the O and O. Yeah, we want to make sure that we're accurate. Here. Uh, what is on the screen? <laughs> I just put our records up, and, and Nestor's name is here. Okay. And that's for the O and O score on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> There's some overlap there, but listen, if it spills out, that's all right. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and give last week's records. Um, Malin, number one here at plus forty-eight. His overall record is. 106 and 58 last week, 3 1 and 1. Um, I am coming up in second place here, 120 and 86. My pl- my plus is one, I'm sorry, plus 34. Uh, last week also went 3 1 and 1. Shaq in third place, 112 and 93. He is plus 19, 2 2 and 1. And then G Money, 18 and 21. Minus three, and he was also two, two, and one last week. I just love the gaps in like the overall wins too. But even though G Money joined us so late, I mean not G Money, Melon joined us so late. He's six wins behind me in the process, and I'm total of eight wins behind Jalen in this process. Yeah, so getting to slowly close gap. <laughs> that is where we all would- are. I would just like to point I out. I don't need the boy about to say. That, that Jalen was very upset about that Chargers Atlanta game <laughs> with a three yeah. and a half point spread. <laughs> that that upset me greatly. I, I was very dissatisfied <laughs> on Sunday with that. <laughs> oh, that was so good. They were they were lucky to even come within that close, but. Anyway, uh, all right, so let's start off with Sunday morning. I think this is the last Sunday morning game. Uh, 9.30 a.m. in Munich, we have the Seahawks. I guess it would say going, technically going to the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks are somehow three-point favorites. Uh, money line on the Seahawks is plus 125. Anybody want to volunteer to go first? Uh, I don't know. Actually, yeah, it's y'all's team. Y'all go first. Uh, you kind of did answer the question right. earlier. Yeah. Yeah, whoop their ass. That's what we're going to do. There I'm we go. Seahawks and the points. Why? Because the Bucks have the worst run game in the league. Um, Tom Brady is 45 years old. Um, he doesn't seem to have the same type of magic he normally has. I don't think because his skills have diminished. I just think team around him not playing up the snuff right now and uh seattle is gelling on both sides of the ball the offense is very consistent the defense has been playing very consistent they've only been giving up 15 points a game the last uh four weeks um and so i'm gonna go ahead and take my hawks um and not for nothing but seattle is six and three against the spread this year tampa's only two and six and one so just throwing that out there I will just take the this points, up. by the way. Gotcha. I'm, I'm going to agree with Mainland here. I'm not going to lie. I had to look at this like three times because I was just sure I was reading this wrong. No idea how Tampa is favored to win this game. 
But, hey, I will gladly take three free points. So, yes. Uh, G-Money. I'm taking Seattle, too. Um, as uh, Malon said, they've been covering the spread. In fact, the last four games, Seattle's covered the spread. And why is Tamper a three-point favorite? The only thing I can see is because their travel time is less than what it is for Seattle. I mean, other than that, if you look at the two teams, if, if they were playing in Tampa, and definitely if they were playing up here, Tampa wouldn't be the favorite. Yeah. Shaq. I also could choose Seattle to win this game with the points. I just think right now, currently, with G Money, I got G Money, but with like. <laughs> I'm distracted. Uh, Geno Smith is feeling himself. It's really a process of this defense, them. I don't think the Bucks compete. For some reason, they're like, uh, they need ideal situations to thrive, the Bucks. Everything has to play in their favor. They just can't function under the pressure. So, unless this game, for some reason, just wiggles away into the Bucks' favor, they're not going to win this game. So, I'm going to go ahead and with Seattle. Um,. I think Brady is three and zero in international games, mm. uh, so that's a nice little stat. But I think it's gonna. I think he's gonna take an L on this one. So I'm taking right. Seattle in the points. Uh, I hope Gino whoops his ass in Germany. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> sounds like some sort of alternate universe. Oh, Gino Smith. Lights up Tom Brady exactly. in Germany. In Germany. <laughs> in Germany. <laughs> this, ain't, this ain't some 2022 bullshit where Geno Smith is a better quarterback in the NFL right now than Tom Brady. I don't know what it is. That is just crazy. So The only other thing that I'll mention is that Pete Carroll seems to always do a great job getting his team to treat every week like it's a championship-style week and he gets them ready for these types of games. That's why they have a 78% winning percentage in primetime games. Um, they have an 88% winning percentage where they've gone to the East Coast over the last five years. Um, so, like, he gets them ready to play these types of games. And I kind of wonder if Todd Bowles really has that type of ability to do that with the Bucks. I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it, but anyway, next game here, staying with teams that are part of the co-host here on the show, uh, we have at 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon, the Saints go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Saints I, are favored by a point and a half. I hate that y'all keep picking my godforsaken team on this fucking show. So now I gotta filter out my goddamn emotions out of what's really going on in the world. So I'm gonna take uh, Ronald Weasley and the Saints to beat my godforsaken small hands picking. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no way, man. Yeah, I take them. Take. Saints on the points. Do not take my Good team. Please God. save yourself the embarrassment. Um, my team ain't winning a damn thing. <laughs> Can I just say, I am going to take the Steelers. Stop it. And the point and a half. TJ Watt is back. This could be that the game that you everything. This could be the game that you win too, and I'm gonna be upset. Because... <laughs> That'd be perfect. 
Ain't Way coming. to win this game, Steelers. <laughs> it's yours if, to win. If the rest of y'all pick the Steelers, ain't coming to the show next week. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to pick the Steelers. Yeah, Thanks. I will sit at home and watch. Let's go. I will sit at home and watch the show. I spite though. I have no faith in uh, people like Alvin Camera. I think they're inconsistent. Uh, they're terrible. Alvin the Chipmunk Steelers. <laughs> All right, Malin. Okay, well, Shaq, you can come to the show next week because I'm taking the Saints on this one. Thank you. Um, I know that Michael Thomas, he stubbed his like y'all don't want me here. That's what I feel. Y'all don't want me on this goddamn show. I want you here. I want you here, buddy. But no, like, I don't really have a whole lot of analytical reasons why I'm taking the Saints other than the fact that I think Najee Harris is a bitch. Um, and I don't like him. And, uh, I don't think that run game is shit. And Pickett has been throwing picks. Um, he's not accustomed to the NFL game yet, and uh, I think he's going to have some turnovers, and I think the Saints are going to end up winning the game. Gee, money. Same. I'm taking the Saints. Um, I think their run game. Yeah, I got to see me next week. I'm sorry. Their passing game. <laughs> For the Steelers as much as yeah, I just I just think that the Saints right now are are a better a better team. I like most Not of the other teams in the point better team. There are well, so every, literally almost every other team is except for like the, the Colts are better than the Steelers right now in this stage of the game. That that's. And that's only because the Colts are like <coughs> purposely losing the season. If the Colts were to actually try, they'd be a better team than we are. <laughs> and the Colts do have a better record than you right now, don't they? <laughs> yes, yeah, so we have two yeah, wins for the season. Tie. They're, right, they're three, right, five, and one. Tie, yeah. <laughs> three, five, and one. That's funny. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a much better game here in case you don't want to watch grass grow. Uh, we have the Vikings going to Orchard Park to play the Buffalo Bills. Bills three and a half point favorites at home. Kirk Cousins taking his red hot Vikings to Buffalo. G Money, what do you like in this one? You know, I went back and forth, and I'm I'm going to think that Allen isn't going to play. That's why the um, the line moved like it did. Yeah, and I have no clue who their backup quarterback is. No fucking clue. Um, <laughs> and I think Minnesota. I'm taking I'm taking Minnesota, and I, I just. I just can't see the Bills with a backup quarterback really doing a whole lot even though the minnesota defense isn't isn't great it's good it's just not great but buffalo's defense was playing well for what seven six six weeks and then the jets just kind of like bitch slapped him and i think uh and this this isn't a prime time game so i'm not too worried about cousins blowing it out his ass um, and the Vikings have two great receivers plus a great tight end now and a great running back. Um, Malin? 
I have to take Minnesota on this one just on the fact that I'm I'm not sure that Allen's going to play either. It doesn't sound like he's going to. Um, it's like he's got some tendon or ligament stuff going on with his elbow. Um, and the Buffalo Bills going to go as Josh Allen goes. And if he can't go, I don't think Nathan Peters, Peter, Peterson is that his name, Nathan Peterson. I have no yeah. idea if he's actually the back. I was just kind of throwing. I, I think he is. Um, okay. I don't. I don't think he's going to be able to get you know digs and everybody the way that Josh Allen was. That offense was through Allen, and I think Minnesota. They've been yes, they only have one loss. They've been squeaking by with a lot of close wins this year, um, and I think with Buffalo's defense, I think that. I think they're going to have to squeak another one by, but I think Minnesota's going to win this game. I agree with you guys. This was kind of back and forth with me, but um, it seems like Josh Allen is not going to play, and solely because of that, give me the Vikings and the points. Um, just as the sports fan, I would have liked to see Allen play just because I want to see a really good game. Um, if, if it is Peterman out there though, I don't really see this being a very good game at all. Uh, so yeah, give me the Vikings and the points. Nestor, Shaq? Uh, Vikings just because of course Allen and his, uh, shoulder issues. So yeah, definitely Vikings. Yeah, go ahead and take Vikings on points. I just don't see them really pulling through. Of course, it's going to be very close. They're going to make it a competitive game, but like I see them pulling through towards the end. All right. First game we all... Actually, never mind. That's the second game we all agreed on. The, for the record, I think Case Keenum is a backup oh, quarterback. Case Keenum. Yeah, they, got, they, got, they got Case Keenum and Matt Barkley on their roster as quarterbacks. <laughs> Case Keenum going up against the Vikings. That's interesting. Yes. Didn't he take the Vikings to the playoffs like a yeah, few years ago? He did. And, and he that, did. that was the last year that Diggs was there. He was the one that threw the touchdown to Diggs where the yeah. Saints defender fell down. He does got a little bit of rapport <clears throat> with, with, with Diggs there for sure. That's kind of That's true. That was before they ran into the, the Eagles, yeah. right? In the NFC Championship game? Yeah. I just all look like a bunch of fucking idiots in case Keenum beats the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> damn it. All right. The night game on Sunday is the Chargers at the Niners. Seven point spread. The money line for the Chargers is plus 255. It's a little tempting there for anybody, for any Mattress Max wannabes. Uh, so, <laughs> folks, anyone want to volunteer to go first on this one? I haven't gone first on anyone yet, so I'll go first here. Um, I am tentatively going to go Chargers with the points. They gave me a mini heart attack last week, but I, I one way or another, I think this is going to be a close game. The Niners are a very good team on paper but for whatever reason they can't get out of their own way and I think that the Chargers will play them close I don't necessarily see them 
necessarily see them winning this game, but I do think that they will be close one way or another. So I will take the Chargers and the seven points. Um, who would like to go next? I'll go quickly. I st- I'm actually choosing, I'm choosing 49ers on these points. I said they pull through on this game when they really try to, like, I feel like they can really get it done. I feel like they got a lot to prove. Get back in there, show themselves. I'm going to choose the 49ers and their points. They got a lot of faith in it. Plus, I need kills already. <laughs> Personal interest. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, Malin? I don't want to choose San Francisco, but taking the Niners on this one. One main reason it's injuries. Um, the Chargers are riddled with them. The Niners have had a bunch of injuries, and they're getting a lot of people back. Debo Samuel is going to be back. They're getting three of their best defenders back on the other side of the ball. Um, they're, I don't think they're going to be in a position where Jimmy G has to you know, wield them to victory. Um, and Christian McCaffrey, until he gets hurt, I'm just kind of balling right now. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, the, the Niners and the seven points. Or minus seven. Esther? Yeah. I think Herbert is the better QB, but I'm taking, I'm pulling a G money here. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm picking the, I'm picking the Niners at home points. Fair enough. G money. I'm taking the uh, Niners and laying the points. They're coming off of a bye. I'm pretty sure that they'll. Um, they've now worked McCaffrey totally into the system, um, and the fact that they're getting Debo Samuel's back helps, and some of the defensive players are coming back. So yeah, um, and I don't know. I, I think there's something wrong with with um, Herbert. I really do. And if you look at him throwing the ball, I mean that he just doesn't look right. Yeah, he doesn't. After injuring his ribs against the the Chiefs earlier in the year, after that it was like since just just tweaked the whole time. Just looks tweaked. All right, last game is the Monday night game. We have the Commanders going to Philly. Eleven point spread. The money line on the Commanders though plus. 395 for those Washington fans that are interested. Anybody like to volunteer? I would love to be wrong on this one. I'm going to go Philly money line. You, we had to settle this earlier in the year, but you cannot go favoring money line. Oh. So you have to go minus 11 with the, the Eagles. Unfortunately, yeah, it was me. It was me who created that rule. Yes. Somebody on this show may or may not have done this in the past. <laughs> and created controversy for the man. <laughs> this this group chat was popping during that time. <laughs> People upset about me choosing to veto that pick. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so Nestor's going Eagles the cover All in <laughs> uh, Shaq I'm going Eagles the points Yeah, Who are we talking about? 
Morgan, where are you at? It's like a Washington racist team, Washington, uh, no name, or Washington Power Rangers name. I don't understand which version we're talking about, <laughs> but I'm going to choose Eagles. You really think the Eagles will come out here and lose to the Commanders? It's not so much lose. Uh, very true, <laughs> but I still think that Eagles will come out here and clap some cheeks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> G-Money. <laughs> I'm actually taking Washington in the well, points. Um, money. Philadelphia may be undefeated, but uh, they haven't covered the point spread that much. In the last like, three or four games, they haven't covered the point spread. Um, so, yeah, they win. They just don't cover. And they haven't covered the last two double-digit Games. One being, of course, against fucking Houston, <laughs> which they should have won out. They, they should have won handily, and they didn't. Mainland? And I think Heineke's a better quarterback than no ankles, Wenzel, who's out. Oh. Okay, I thought he was about to say <laughs> I Heineke was a better quarterback than her. <laughs> I, know. I thought he was. <laughs> I was about, well, this is a hot take Wednesday over here, people. Um, yeah, I mean, non-alcoholic Heineke. Um, they've won a couple games with him at quarterback. But, uh, I mean, listen, they're rolling a running back out there that just got shot eight weeks ago. I don't I don't know. Um, I, I got to take Philly in the minus 11. I just don't yeah, trust Washington. The worst shooting anytime, the past couple weeks. Any, any time that I think of. Washington, I just can't put my faith in Washington doing anything. You shouldn't put your faith in like Washington doing anything. I feel like if I do that, they'll, they'll just fuck me. Um, so, and I don't want to get fucked by a team with no name. Um, or has a name, but it's a stupid name, or had three names in four years, whatever. Um, so, I'm taking Philly in the minus 11. I do think that that offense what? is rolling. Dylan Hurts is coming off a bye. I think he's coming. They're coming off a of bye, right? They didn't play last week, did they? They <laughs> might as well not have to play. I was about to say they probably in Texas yeah. on Thursday night. I was <laughs> say they probably were out there. <laughs> were they playing? Um, but yeah, I think I think Philly's going to roll them up. I think it's going to be easy for them. Uh, Washington is not in the same league as the Cowboys, the Eagles, and uh, and the Giants. So should handle them. I'm going to agree with G Money on. This one. Why are you Plus looking at me? Why am I now suddenly the worst person ever? <laughs> Every time one of y'all pick this, make you looking over at me like. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> it's just like, should I change my pick? Should I change it? <laughs> Look, I don't control you. You pick your own choices. <laughs> I think with 11 points, Washington surprisingly all. Well, not all, but a lot of their games have been fairly close. Like, they play everybody pretty close. Yes, when they played the Eagles early this year, they got stomped on. But that was when Carson Wentz was throwing the ball. I mean, come on. Heineken's back there now. I give him a bit more of a closer game. Um, I think they're not going to win the game. Because if I had any remote idea of that, I would go with the money line because it's asinine. But... um, 
I, I think they'll come within 11 points. They won't win, but within 11, give me the commanders and those 11 points. So that is where I stand. And that will do it for uh, the ride or die in five, which looking at this, we all agree on the Minnesota and Buffalo game, the Seattle and Tampa game, and then we differ on the rest of them. Um, I'm on an island on the Chargers and 49er game. Um, yeah, the rest of it is kind of just split 50-50, so. Any nice. adjustments? Anybody want to make any? Uh, nope. Oh, you can't make no changes. Oh, ain't never done that before. We commit, we commit to it. We're we already at the podium. The ring's already out there. We we here I for long haul. Uh, nope. <laughs> you're there. No, even though like Case Keenum being the quarterback for the Bills gave me a little bit of cause to pause with his connection with Diggs, and he's going back up against the Vikings. But can't change it what you make it. This is what it true. is. Yeah, yeah. Ride, call it ride or die. Catch the battle. Yeah. Uh, so, anything else you guys want to mention before we wrap this up? That's weird. We're wrapping up. Like, yeah. yeah. I was kind of expecting you to have the um, indie um, Vegas game as a pick. Thank you. Because you have two god awful teams. <laughs> I mean, one that doesn't really have a coach or a play caller. The other one that, well, doesn't have a coach. <laughs> I, so you just got two teams going out there drawing up plays on, on the ast- on the turf. Hey, Jeff Saturday was a good high school coach. So. Yeah, he coaches kids' team up really well. Um, I try not to pick games like teams that we already picked previous week since we already had – well, we didn't have the Colts. We did have the Raiders, but um, – I'm sorry. Like that I, game really really compelling. I feel like we pick my team every fucking week. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys did not play last week, so there you go. <laughs> did we pick you guys last week? Yes. Yeah, you didn't pick our team. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. Did, did we pick your team last week? No, because we didn't play. <laughs> there you go. We didn't pick you guys last week. What about Miami and Cleveland? I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I don't nobody give a damn about you, Miami and Cleveland. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I would like you to say that be the two uh, city of sins. If at any point that Nestor was talking tonight and we kind of ran over him as far as like me and G Money, it's because for some reason I have not been able to hear but it's like a, one a out of minutes. every five words that <laughs> the, Nestor says. The stream could hear him just fine. Discord yeah, okay. is, is a, it's a whole yeah. thing. So like but. he he could be talking and I wouldn't know it and I would just start talking so I apologize if I ever kind of ran over him at any point um, because I couldn't hear him. So I'm glad that America could hear him. Just <laughs> Discord couldn't. Um, but uh, but no, I think it's uh, going to be a good week. We got some good football games ahead Stop of us. It. I'm a little bit pissed off. And I'll Sabotage. That's what the show's about. I the am. moment I start getting good at picking this ride or die in five, y'all keep picking my team. And that's what we let's go Steelers. <laughs> Stop Woo! it! I Only Nestor and I are I on the Steeler train. Everybody else did I, not pick I that team. I would have the Chipmunks. I would rather. I would rather. I would rather lay my body in front of these tracks, put myself on the Steeler train, um, because I know better. Damn. Jesus Christ! 
<laughs> All I would like to say is that, uh, for the record, once again, I'm pissed off that this Buck Seahawks game is being played in Germany. Right. Well, that's a Champa, shame. Because I wanted to go to that game. Um, and they kind of fucked that up. So, uh, boo them. I got to be up at 9.30 in the morning when my wife watches the game. And G-Money got to be up at 6.30 <laughs> in the morning. Watch yeah, I know. That game. I have no intention of waking up to watch this game. But, you know, the... <laughs> Nine. I'm sure you'll be up at nine thirty. Right, I'll be up at nine thirty, but <laughs> it's a, it's a Sunday. It's the it's the Lord's day. You gotta be up. The Lord's day. You gotta be up. Before we wrap up, I just want to mention real quick. Can we get a small golf clap to Mattress Mac for winning? Was it seventy five million dollars or something like that? With the Astros winning the World Series. Yeah. I mean, come on. Can we get, also give a small golf clap to this person that just won this mega million or bit or this jackpot? Also, seventy-one. Yeah, seventy-one. Oh. Uh, almost. No, no, we can't because I wasn't the one that fucking won. I'm yeah. shit about them. Somebody almost won. Oh, God, basically, won a billion a billion dollars in California off of this fucking lotto thing. I'm upset. Somebody's like, I'm happy. For, somebody at work is like, I'm happy for this person. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I hope this person I'm makes a series guy. of financial bad choices <laughs> and becomes broke by this time next year. <laughs> I hope. I hope they stub their toe every time they get out of bed. For the rest of their life. I hope they buy a cheap prostitute and they cha- the and they next, take their money. By the I hope he becomes the next coach of the Colts. <laughs> Stubbing their toe on their Bentley, they buy. I hope that they watch the show, and if you do, fuck you for winning this goddamn money. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that sounded so much more personal with the way that Shaq just said it, but it sounded real like he knows who won, and he doesn't say it. Just want to put their name out there. I just want to say, me and my coworkers Damn. all went out of the pool. We all sit there calculating money wise, the housing split. Really, I planned every, I planned every penny of how I was gonna spend this guy for taking money, just to find out one person wanted this money. Yeah, you, you ain't shit for winning this money. <laughs> I hope you go to go collect your money and the place that you go buy it from is shut down. <laughs> I hope like you that, I like that Shaq is so poor that he's got to like go in on pools with people for Powerball money. He can't. Oh even no! Buy his don't don't get me wrong. I I buy my own ticket. Man over there, just, <laughs> I buy, man over there trying to split the winnings with other people. Oh, like, I buy. Hey, we I buy my, in the medical field. I buy my own ticket. Shit. I buy my own ticket, but best believe I'm trying to spread my chances. So I'm gonna go in on your pool too. Right, you're like, all right. <laughs> Fifty dollars all. We can buy like, it. Hey, How many tickets for fifty bucks? I just gotta make sure I got my toes in every single pool known to mankind. If I can help it, do not I mean, let Jack's toes in your pool. All right, my stuff. You, you'd have better luck if you're trying to put your head in every pool you could. Cause that, that's <laughs> all right, time to end this show. This is get out of pocket now. I'm just trying to make sure I don't end up going back to work as much as possible. If I can quit. Tonight, two minutes from now, I would. I can afford to. <laughs> <laughs> America. America. Well, it was fun. Yes, yes we covered a broad spectrum this week. We covered coaching. We covered the Taiwanese workforce. We covered <laughs> Ronald Weasley. <laughs> I mean, there, there was everything. What not, to do with it, what not to do with your beer. It's, it's what a lot. not to do with your beer. 
little bit of text. But you use your browser on one person, but we don't we don't put that out there. <laughs> we don't put that out there. We will see you all <laughs> next week. Episode when, 110, baby. Right. 110. I was going to say, my team doesn't even play, so we, our record won't change. Um, I want to hear none of that. Best of luck to you guys. Uh, don't push me nothing. Don't <laughs> 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 oh, push me luck. Give me nothing. Thank you all for watching, <laughs> listening. Have a good week. Peace. 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 <laughs> <laughs>